You ready? I'm the captain. Are you going to sniffle again? <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Another edition. Top Shelf Radio. Stardom Sidem. Week 10. We're in double digits. Scary. We say this every time. But now it's officially grind time. It is. Playoffs playoffs are approaching. Congratulations, Bri, Thank for you. clinching. Thank you. And fleecing everybody in the league. Thank you. He he still wants to trade with everybody for some reason, which he just... No, no, now I'm done. Now I'm done. He just... Yeah, because the... Till tomorrow. Because the deadline is coming up. That's why you're done. You're not done. He may or may not have fleeced somebody who will not... Is not even worth a mention of a name for Tyreek Hill. And I don't care for it. It's very fair trade. It's not at all. Moving on. Being that playoffs are upon us, you're looking to make a late push, unlike Bry, and to beat guys like Bry, we got some good ones for you this week, don't we? We have a lot of good ones. We're not going to talk about the cold streak that I had last week. That was bad. We'll never, we'll <laughs> that was bad. never speak about it again. Just a slight bump in the road, that's all. It happens. It happens. Uh, <laughs> we were going through the list and of just, just each ah. player. It was just like, oh, so-and-so. Five touchdowns. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> it just uh, kept getting worse. It was bad. As we went down the list, it was nah, just we'll bad. bounce back. Yeah, I'm back with a vengeance for week 10. I'll tell you that right now. Let's start it. You know the routine. Start him, sit him, sleeper. We got a juicy bonus question at the end you're going to want to stick around for. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Quarterbacks. Ba- Baker Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> Last week, he looked good. He did look good. He did. He's and been the new offense coordinator in his debut. Baker threw for two ninety seven, two touchdowns and a pick. And that gets you some fantasy points. Of That's, course. It's like around like twenty three, twenty four fantasy points, which is very solid. They're playing Atlanta, whose defense is hurt from top to bottom. Almost every game they played has been a shootout. It's going to be a high scoring game. It's gonna be one of those games that you want the players in this game. Mm-hmm. I think Baker rolls from here on out. I think he's a quarterback you want to own for the rest of the season. Agreed. That's my boy. Start you know him. this. You know this. He's a savage. Absolutely start him. Uh, I agreed. Atlanta's defense is hurt. However, I heard in the news today that Deion Jones is now practicing. They also signed Bruce Irvin. They right? did sign Bruce Irvin. I don't think he'll make that much of an impact. You don't think? I think it's better than not, what they have for week. sure. Not this week. Oh, Bruce? Yeah. That's true. If Yeah, he'll play. but It's going to be a high-scoring game. Baker's going to have to throw the ball. He'll get you those points. Start him. Start him. Agreed. Uh, QB two, Philip Rivers. Philip, Philip Rivers. Philip, <laughs> at Oakland. And speaking of Oakland, what a stinker last week was. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Raiders are in full tank mode. We can all agree. And for that, Rivers is going to expose the shit out of that. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be a bloodbath. Well, it should be a bloodbath. The only thing is that it's at Oakland. And, like, obviously that's hostile territory and the fans, no matter how bad the team is, the fans are just lunatics. But the yes. Chargers are one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. Some of those those fans are crazy. Crazy. They, so they, the way that they... bellies out, yeah. everything. <laughs> but uh, currently on a five-game win streak is the Chargers and behind Rivers, who has at least two touchdowns in every single game this season. Is that true? Yeah. He's on my at least team. Two I did touchdowns. not even know that. You're nine and zero, and you didn't know that. I didn't know he had two touchdowns. That's a lot. That's fantastic. two touchdowns per game at least. Wow. Um, yeah. So this one's very much a no-brainer. If you saw Nick Mullins torch that Oakland defense, who 
we're going to talk about later. That we got a lot to say about him. Uh, but yeah, this one's a no-brainer. He's Rivers is slightly fluctuated in fantasy numbers, especially when it comes to like yards and stuff like that. But this one is easily the start of the week. I love Philip. Love. No, but he's one of those quarterbacks that I told you in the beginning when we started this that he's like a very underrated good quarterback. If yeah. that makes sense. He's he's consistent. Like he's ne- never named in the top five quarterbacks, but he's so exactly he's very consistent. Mm-hmm. He always does his job. You know, he's like. I don't think he's going to win. Obviously, obviously not going to win MVP, but no. he's up there in the talks. I'll definitely. tell you that. If they if they continue the way that they're playing, I think he's definitely up there. He's making these receivers, not no names, but he's making these receivers look a lot better. And basically, Tyrell Williams must have listened to what I said, and he gave me a big old middle finger. Yes, so. me too. I agree. So we're going to forget about that. Wide receivers. Yeah. This is your one of your... Boys. It is was my boy until I traded him, That's but right. he's still my boy. I still root for him. Tyler Boyd against the Saints. I think this guy's an underrated stud. He is, and he's he's erupted this season. He's been one of the most consistent fantasy wide receivers this year. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton's been playing well, and now AJ Green is out for the next couple of weeks. That's huge. So he's going to get be force fed throughout the game. Yeah, he's a plus matchup with the Saints who. They let up forty something points, uh, thirty something points. Yeah, last they're, week. They're, those D backs are Swiss cheese. So I mean, they're gonna Tyler Boyd will get the ball a lot. He's gonna get a lot of receptions, a lot of targets. He'll have a hundred yards, touchdown, start him, start him. Well said, Bry. Thank you. Wide receiver two, my man Flash Gordon at Tennessee. So we spoke about Josh a couple weeks ago. Yes, you had him as a sit him. Yes, and I don't think he did well that game. He had a touchdown. All right. <laughs> but we said a couple weeks ago, we both agreed on this, that he was a sit until he established his role. His role. And he has absolutely established his He's role. He's a freak. And then some. He's literally an... And handsome? And then some. Oh. He's handsome. Handsome. <laughs> uh, but he's just a, an athletic specimen. Brady loves to throw it to him. He's, got, he's receiving eight targets per game in the last four games. Um, he's... Obviously, the favorite target that is in a running back. He's also coming off his best fantasy performance of the season. Probably the best one in years, because who knows? I mean, he's obviously been out of the league for a little while. So he's looking to continue that hot streak, and I think that he very well can against Tennessee's defense, who is streaky. They're not bad. Sometimes they're the best defense in the league, and you can't sometimes tell. they're worse than the Raiders. Exactly. You can't tell, but you know, I mean, they also don't go against the Patriots offense. No. So I think Brady's going to torch this defense, and Josh Gordon's going to get a ton of targets and a ton of opportunities to make big plays, as he has done. Good choice. Thanks, Bri. Proud of you. Thanks, Bri. Good job. Thanks, Bri. Moving on. <laughs> Deion Lewis, running back for the Tennessee Titans. I think that game is going to be one-sided badly. We just said that. So I think Deion Lewis is obviously the pass catching back. He's been getting the majority of the rush, the rushes and the receptions. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry looks like he has cinder blocks on his feet. Oh my god! The guy is only good for goal line carries. Talking about if Derrick that, Henry. yeah, that's if that. if that. But it's a revenge game with oh. the Patriots, and revenge game always makes things a little bit better, you mm-hmm. know. But. The last two weeks, he had over 150 rushing yards, 12 catches, and 120 receiving yards. He he looked good. He looked good last week, for sure. No, the last two weeks, before the bye week, he looked good against Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And then against uh, the Cowboys, he yeah. looked good, too. 
But he's the running back to own. He's on the up. He's trending up. If you have him, start him this week. Yeah, agreed. He definitely did look good last week. He was breaking a bunch of tackles. He was, like, extremely elusive. He looked like the Deion Lewis from last year. Yeah. They just got to get him the ball in space, and then he makes plays. Yeah, for sure. They were running him up the middle. Like, you don't do that with Deion Lewis. No. And Derrick Henry, he's a grandpa. He's literally a blob. He just doesn't, like, churn his legs, and I don't really know what it is. You're, he's massive. massive. I would do anything to be his size. I don't know what it is with he these. Switch to linebacker, truthfully. <laughs> he just, he can't, he's not, I think he's, like, fast once he gets going, but it takes him a lot to, like, get that. Yeah. He doesn't just shoot out of a cannon like most people do. I don't know what it is with these Alabama running backs. They're either hit or the biggest miss Big ever. whiff. Big whiff. RB2, the rookie, Edo Smith at Cleveland. Obviously, Tevin Coleman is the lead back in the backfield. However, Ito Smith, he's he's getting some well-earned carries for sure. And now that Devontae Freeman is, is obviously out, he's been out. But uh, as Ito Smith continues to run hard, and he runs hard. Last yes. week, he had he had six six yards per carry. Um, I think he had 12 touches, which is obviously not great. But, oh, but that's on the up. That's going to that's gonna increase for sure. And especially against a defense like this, I feel like that's he's going to get a pretty decent workload. Uh, he also had a very impressive touchdown last week, hurtling over oh, somebody, breaking that, like yeah. five tackles. It was very sick to watch. But as he progresses, I think Steve Shark- Sharkeesian. Sharkeesian. <laughs> Sharkeesian. <laughs> He's going to find a way to get him the ball and take the weight off Tevin Coleman's shoulders for sure. I so, agree. I like I Edo I Smith. I think both of them are studs. I don't think yeah. they need Freeman, truthfully. Agreed. They might look to get rid of him or something like that. I think... I don't, free, Coleman's a free agent next year, and he's going to – I told you this earlier. Oh, you did? I said he's going to get paid. He's going to be a stud. You did say this. I forgot about that. So, put some respect on my name. Oh. Moving on. Tight ends. <laughs> Jack Doyle. I, he's available in a lot of leagues. And I know you said you needed the tight end. He is. He's available in our league. So, he's been hurt most of the year. And even, like, uh, two years ago when Luck was healthy-ish – Hmm. It, he was one of his favorite targets, and it seems like right when he came back, it turned out to be that way again. When he, His last game he played before the bye week, he had six catches, 70 yards, and a touchdown, which is a gold mine for tight ends. Yeah, big time. So the t- coach also said that they're going to be using two tight end sets, so you shouldn't be worried about Ebron getting all the targets. I still think he'll be looking for both of them in the red zone. I think both of them are capable of starting for – tight ends for your team but the offensive line for the Colts is playing ridiculous like ridiculous yeah that's why Marlon Mack is a stud now and now Jacksonville just got rid of Dante Fowler exactly. so they got nothing and they're just they're a disaster too disaster we're so, gonna talk about them later as well yes but I would start Jack Doyle I'd pick him up if you need a tight end drop Jordan Reed whoever isn't been hasn't been producing start them mm-hmm. hot take kind of I think Jack Doyle is is going to do just much better than uh, Ebron for the rest of the season. I, th- I think Doyle's a stud. I think Ebron's done. Not done, but he'll get like the catch every once in a while, maybe a goal line touchdown here and Love there. Likes Doyle, but I think I think Doyle is the guy. He's oh, Doyle. Been. Oh, Doyle rules. Uh, yeah. So hot take: Doyle over Ebron. Unfortunately, start Doyle. Start Doyle. On uh, the other tight end, your boy. You boy. introduced me to him. CJ Uzoma. Uzoma. 
He's at New Orleans. We were talking about this before, how they're without A.J. Green for a little while. He's deceased, which means more targets for Uzoma and Tyler Boyd, obviously. But they're coming off a bye week, so he's also probably available in a ton of leagues, being that they're coming off a bye week. So definitely pick this guy up before it's too late. Uh, He's on the field for 94% of the snaps since week five because they lost, uh, what's his name? Tyler Eifert. Tyler Eifert, yeah, for sure. So he's yeah he broke his leg in half so that was disgusting gross still uh, so yeah on the field for that many plays it's just you're bound to get some opportunities so I think this guy's easily the best streaming option of the week I'm sick of just constantly talking about like big time starters yeah. for tight ends because it's so we say this every week it's just extremely scarce in the tight end department it's crazy like last year wasn't bad I know I know and then this year it's just significantly it's just worse. literally grasping at straws yeah. So uh, CJ Uzoma is a lock this week for me. I like it. Thanks. Brian. I think with no AJ Green, Boyd and Uzoma will get exactly most of it. John exactly. Ross isn't that good yet. Is is he still hurt? Or no, he's coming back this week. Oh. But I don't think that he'll get that many. No, players. he hasn't established himself yet. I and think I don't... Be Uzoma and Boyd. Yeah, Uzoma. Whatever. His name don't is. get it wrong. Jets start him. <laughs> Defense. <laughs> Jets. <laughs> Jets against Buffalo. Buffalo, I don't even know if they're starting Nathan Peterman, but I don't know what other choice they have left. I know they, they said, signed Barkley. Yeah, I, he didn't touch the field, I don't think. Regardless, they're both horrible. Derek Anderson is still in protocol, according to McDermott today. Honestly, whoever they start, just start the Jets. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna get the sacks. They're going to get the picks. They're going to get the fumbles. They might even get you a touchdown defensively. Oh. It's the only bright spot of the Jets right now. When was the last time the Jets had a defensive touchdown? Don't tell me it was week one. I'm not sure. I think it was week one. Because when you remember, was it Trumaine that had the ninety, the 100-something yard pick return but got tackled at the Marcus one? Marcus May. Marcus May. No, there was, we had the pick six against uh, Andrew Luck. When Claiborne oh, you're there. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But uh, Okay. No, I, w- I would definitely I would start the Jets. If this one's a no-brainer. Yeah, definitely start the Jets. Whoever Buffalo plays, as long as... Yeah, we said this from day one. Always start them. So start the Jets. For sure. Uh, yeah, that's a lock. Uh, the other defense, Chiefs at home versus Arizona. Another awful offense. Letting... Uh, uh, I think they... What is it? The, so... I'm botching this completely. So Josh Rosen is bound to throw a pick or two. That's just a given. And Chiefs defense is actually not as bad as people think. Uh, They're only letting up an average of 18 points per game in the last three games, which is like... That's all right. That's good. I mean, they're fine. Like, that's very fine. Um, as, uh, As well as being in Arrowhead, they're facing Arizona offense, who just is allergic to scoring points. There's... Really not much to say about that. I think the Chiefs defense will waltz out of Arrowhead. Yes, I agree. It's the same thing with Buffalo. Like Arizona, whoever they play, you mm-hmm. should start Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Start. And Chiefs defense is surprisingly not owned in many leagues. They're they're actually producing pretty good fantasy numbers. They're getting better and better every week. Definitely. So if if they're available, you should definitely start them too. Yeah. So that's it for stardoms. Moving on, sit Write those all down. sit Set it off, Fry. I love this pick. <laughs> I don't think this needs to be said, but I know some people are on a buy and they in two quarterback leagues. Eli Manning, you should never start. Never. Do we agree? Never. I mean, he has a plus matchup with San Fran, but I mean, don't start him. I don't even know if that's a plus matchup. No, they're not bad, but they're not good. But like, if you see him or Bortles or whoever, you're like, oh, Eli's versus San Fran, they suck. But 
He's just he doesn't put up numbers. He doesn't get touchdowns. He turns the ball over. The offensive it's line. It's Eli Manning. The offensive line is garbage. He's going to be benched soon. You think? Yeah, he'll he'll get benched. Kyle Except Oletta. He's arrested. No, nah, he's all right. <laughs> but he uh don't just don't start him. If you could avoid starting Eli, don't ever start him ever in fantasy. Nick anymore. Mullins. Nick Mullins. <laughs> the other sit for quarterback, this is painful for me to say, but Dak Prescott at Philly. Um everybody saw the game last week against the Titans. Everybody we us included thought the Cowboys were gonna just have Destroy a field them. day. Yeah. So that was not the case. The offense sucked. But his numbers actually weren't that terrible. I'll be honest. He had two forty three and two touchdowns, which is good. He's developing a good relationship with Amari Cooper, which is great. Amari had a touchdown, I think five catches or something like that. Yeah, he which is well. great for your first game. Yeah, you know, well. like when you're still learning the playbook and everything like that. But regardless, the offense is way too inconsistent for me to trust. It, they're just there's a much larger downside than an upside. Especially at Philly. In division rival against a well rested defense is definitely not something I want to sink my teeth into. I so agree. Dak Prescott is a big time sit for me this week. I think both those guys Dak, until he proves you wrong, you can't start him. And right. Eli is just an every week non starter right now. Right. Um moving on to wide receivers. Receivers. Danny Amendola. Dola. Shout out to my brother who I'm playing this week in fantasy. Oh. And he's starting him. Big Mike. So I hope he's not listening because he will not end up starting him. But <laughs> the first week Brock started, he blew up. He did. He had like 19 points, something And crazy. I got shat on because I kept telling people, no, don't. You, it's not worth picking up Danny Amendola or starting him. And he went off, right? And he went off, of course. Every week since Brock has started, he has declined significantly. And last week he did nothing. The second week that Brock started, he, he like threw for that touchdown. Remember that? Oh, yeah, that was actually pretty sick. But... In these pivotal matchups, you don't want to trust Danny Amendola. No. With Brock Osweiler. I don't like anybody on the Dolphins this week, I'll be honest. I agree. At Lambeau, too, it just makes it even worse. So I agree. Don't don't you don't want to trust Danny Amendola with Brock Osweiler. Right. If you're trying to get into the playoffs. Right. I like that pick, Bry. Thank you. Big time sip. The other receiver, Golden Tate at home versus Dallas. He's now an Eagle. And that's Fly, Eagles, fly. And that's appetizing to people (laughs) because now he has Carson Wentz throwing him the ball. That's that's nice. It's going to be cool. It's going to be a nice little change of scenery for him for sure because he's an old head. But uh, he's another one of those sit until he establishes role sort of things. Right. As we spoke about with Josh Gordon, I mean, we were not completely incorrect about that one. But this one, I think, is more... More of a toss-up because, obviously, Alshon Jeffrey is still the favorite target, and that shall remain until further notice. We don't even know. Um, it, he's going to be a great addition to the offense, I believe, but definitely just wait on this one. Keep him stashed on the bench. Uh, I think also versus Dallas, whose defense D-backs actually aren't as bad as people think. They also play a lot of zone. So yeah, they do. So not going to be a lot of big plays. Exactly. Um I think Golden Tate, maybe just wait on this one. Unless you want to be ballsy, which obviously, I mean, as we said, playoffs are coming up. But it, I, I think. Continue. I don't think he's going to have that good of a game. Maybe a couple catches here and there. Uh, I just, I, I think I'm a synonym. No, I agree. I think that uh, 
I think he will be good. I just think that you should wait and see. Yeah, that's all. Exactly. That's that's all, that's all I'm saying. If too. you could, if you have the luxury that you could wait a week, do that. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the running back that I chose. Oh, good Leonard, segue. Leonard Fournette at Indy. I mean, the guy strains his hamstring every other week, stubs his toe. So I mean, I don't think you could start him with confidence, but I think the same thing. You should wait a week, see if he's back to the stud form that he usually is, and if he is, then start him every week. If right. he's not then you know what your answer is. Right. That's it. So the, I, I would start him. I would sit him this week, and then I think he'll be okay. But if you could, if you have the luxury again mm-hmm. to sit him, I would do that. The problem is, is that he's got a big-time name value. So, like, if you sit Leonard Fournette, like, you're like, ah, oh, do I really sit him? But I also think there's a lot of better options at running back, especially yeah. this year. There's those, like, some sleeper guys out there. But uh, I definitely agree. I, I, don't, I don't like him this week, at least, because – Indy's defense is actually not that bad. Their team, their their run stopping defense is not that bad. Their team in general isn't really that exactly. bad. exactly. So I'm going to agree with you on this one. But I, w- I would wait a week, see how he does. Yeah, Just another one of those. Uh, the other running back is not great. Carry on Johnson at Chicago, the rookie. He's having a pretty good season. I mean, nobody really expected him to come out of the gate like this. Uh, However, he had a little bit of a hiccup last week coming off his worst performance since week one. It was bad. It was bad. And now it doesn't help that Theo Riddick is back, and that steals touches from him, of course. And Theo Riddick is that receiving type back. Carry-on was getting those receptions every once in a while, but now it's just it's not great for him. It's yes. not looking great. And he also has a horrible matchup at Chicago. Uh, with Khalil Mack most likely coming back, the Bears' defense has also it, let up the least amount of fantasy points to running backs. It makes it a lot worse, right? Significantly worse. Yeah. So I think this matchup is his worst nightmare, and I don't see him producing many fantasy points. I agree. Thanks, Brian. Great choice. Thanks, Brian. Tight ends. Tight ends. Jordan Reed has been a bust. Huge bust. <laughs> don't get me started on Jordan I think Reed. He, I thought he was going to be a stud in the beginning of the year. He hasn't scored over 10 points since week one. And he hasn't passed 50 yards since week three. He stinks. Stinks. So I think there's a bunch of good options out there. Like you said, Uzoma. 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 Whatever the hell his name is. If you get it wrong again, I'm going to come over there. Two feet. <laughs> but, no, nah, he's – that guy's better. Uzoma. He's better. Jack Doyle. I'd even start Ben Watson over him, truthfully. Oh. With the Saints offense rolling, I would rather be have a Saints player than a Redskins player. Pause. Benjamin Watson had a sick catch last week. Did you see that? I had him as my sit You're a moron. Okay. I'm a moron. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, I, I wouldn't start Jordan Reed until he shows any type of life. Same thing. Pivotal matchups this week for playoffs. Don't start him. Agreed. I'll, I will defend anyone that is against Jordan Reed. Because I am one of those people. The other tight end to sit, Chris Herndon. Herndon at Buffalo. Uh, he was on a bit of a hot streak with three touchdowns in four games, but I don't necessarily think that's going to continue this week. This game is going to suck. Uh, no Darnold this week. So we got Josh McCown. And when Josh McCown was the starting quarterback for the Jets, it was known that there was very limited tight end production. Yes. The Jets were like the worst at getting the tight end involved in any kind of plays that they had. Uh, don't get me wrong, he's a solid streaming option because the t- there are very little tight ends, but also Buffalo's defense doesn't really let up much production to tight ends. Yes, They're only allowing 3.7 catches per game, 
has an average, which I mean, that's not that's Buffalo's defense is very underrated. Yeah, very underrated. They, they are, but well. they're streaky. That's the thing. Like they they sucked last week against the Bears, and Trubisky didn't even play well, which is crazy. Yeah, he like only had a hundred something yards and a touchdown, but like. They held Brady to exactly that game. That was actually a game at halftime, yeah. which was a lot of fun to watch too. But uh, yeah, I don't like Herndon this week. I'll be honest because you never know what you're going to get. Also with McCown, I I don't like any, any of the tight ends in in that game. To be honest, so. I agree. Thanks, Bry. Welcome, Jeff. <laughs> uh, this defense that I chose probably will surprise some people. This was my sitem last week. Yeah, I think the Rams versus Seattle. Yeah. I, I mean, they got... This sh- one's more surprising than last week's. So. Yeah, they got shredded by the Saints, mm-hmm. but the Saints have a significantly better offense than Seattle. Mm-hmm. But how most people get points defensively is sacks and turnovers. Right. Russell Wilson doesn't really turn the ball over. Like, he doesn't throw that many interceptions. Fumbles here and there, but he doesn't, he doesn't turn the ball over that much. He's been very consistent lately. Very consistent. But he's also the best at escaping sacks. True. So whenever they get pressure, he's either going to run around like he does, throw the ball out. I don't think there's that many points that the Rams will be able to get. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of points left on the field, meaning sacks, or he's, they're not going to finish a sack. Right. So I'd sit him this week. I think I think the Rams will get to, to Will, Wilson. I don't know why. I was going to say Westbrook. To Wilson, because that offensive line is really bad. Yeah. But not many times, because as you said, he's so elusive. He's one of those type of guys. He doesn't really make many mistakes. He's he's pretty routine, and especially lately, he's been very routine. So I think that's also a good pick. They're they're on the decline. Yes, I agree. Not on the decline, but like no, no, they they're not as good as advertised. Right, seven first round picks. Yes, but also they. I mean, without since Akib Talib left, they've definitely been on a decline. Yes, and he'll come back. I think he said after the bye week, he's coming back. That'll be nice because I have them, but I've been sitting them. Sit them. <laughs> Sit them. Another one that's also kind of a shock that was highly touted coming into the, the season as the best defense in the league, Jacksonville. They're a dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. At Indianapolis, Andrew Luck has been a menace this year, yeah. especially fantasy-wise. That offense is extremely sneaky. They have just those guys. There's no like studs on that team besides maybe T.Y., but they're they're sneaky and they're gonna have their hands full. Yes. They also just lost Dante Fowler, who huge. which I said before, it's That's huge. huge. That's huge. They're not gonna be able to get to the quarterback very often. While the Colts Colts may not have any studs, they're still gonna slowly break down the, the defense. I agree. That's my opinion. Little by little. I think Indies like we said, they're very underrated. Yeah. Their offensive line is good. Luck is playing well. Their record doesn't really show what they are. Yes, agreed. Which is three and five. Horrible. <laughs> okay, that's it for the sit-ems. We got two sleepers and then the question of the day. My sleeper is going to be surprising. I'm surprised reading this. Robbie Anderson. Who? Robbie. <laughs> Anderson. I mean, last year when McCown started, he was a stud. He was. He was an absolute stud. They took a lot of deep shots. He did a lot of good work. And since McCown is starting, I think they'll have the same. They'll be on the same page. And if you need a nice plug-in wide receiver, mm-hmm. start him. Like I would start him over Danny Amendola in a heartbeat. Oh, actually, I agree. I agree. So, with like, that. if you need one of those guys that he's just on the free agents, mm-hmm. pick up Robbie I'm, and start him. I'm definitely not docking McCown because he's probably like the best option at backup to have. I, right now, he's I 
think he's better than Darnold oh, right now. Probably. Like fantasy wise, like I mean ex- I mean that's just a pure experience. No, he's Darnold like would be a stud. Yeah, no, agreed. But like McCown McCown's got the experience. He's definitely the best case scenario yes. to have as a backup quarterback. And honestly, I hope Darnold sits for a while. I do too. He he get a good line and then then play the guy. He be deserves all, right, all the rest that he he's gonna he be needs. a stud. Exactly. I'm excited for yours. Here we go. We kept mentioning his name throughout the episode, but Nick Mullins at home versus the Giants. You know what his nickname is, Brian? Let me hear it, Jeff. Big Dick Nick. Hell of a nickname. Hell of a nickname. They all kept saying in the post-game interviews, oh, yeah, BDN, BDN. Oh, come Everyone on. was like, what is BDN? And then they figured it out. It's Big Dick Nick. Well, <laughs> uh, you know what that means. You start him every week. You start him every single week. I'm, I'm very inclined to pick him up. But uh, he obviously absolutely torched the Raiders last week, and I'm very excited to see what he's got. I'm, uh, you never know because it could have also just been like a fluke. I mean, we said the Raiders are in full tank mode, and that's just one of those things that could have happened. But it also could not be a fluke. So this, this one's going to be a big-time tell. It's a, a Monday night primetime game, but... Mind you, he's also going against a very disheveled Giants defense. So I would start him over Eli. Absolutely. So whoever has Eli and going back and forth, definitely I would start. Absolutely, him. big dick, big dick Nick, big dick Nick. <laughs> That's all I got to say. That's my. I, I like him a lot. He he showed a lot of promise and like the plays that he was making. I I like it a lot. I'm very, I like the underdog story. Yeah, I'm very excited to watch him. All right. Well, that's it for that question of the week. Let me hear it. This one isn't from anyone. Okay. This is just one that I wanted to talk about because it's in the media today. Today, Des Bryant just signed a one-year deal, well, rest of the season deal with the New Orleans Saints. Okay. It's groundbreaking, yes. I'll be honest, because he used to be a absolute stud. Everybody knows who he is. He has like 70-something touchdowns in the year, and he's 29 or something like that. But uh, the question of the day besides his production with the Saints, but fantasy-wise, will Des Bryant have an effect for the Saints fantasy-wise? Yes. Really? Yes, I do. I think he will be like a wide receiver three for people. Okay. I think that he's going. He's not number one guy. Mm-hmm. Of course not with Michael Thomas there. Of course not. But they also got Traquan, Ben Watson, Kamara. There's so many weapons that he doesn't have any pressure on him, like he did on the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to see a lot of one-on-one coverage to start, and I think he'll exploit those matchups. Right, and he's not going to get the the like the the top corner on him. No, Michael Thomas will always get that. exactly. So if it does open up for that entire offense, because Des Bryant, you can't just overlook him. I mean, look what Traquan Smith has been doing, and look what um like Ted Ginn did. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Drew Brees makes people better. He does, and that that's literally the best case scenario. So, he had the has the best case scenario for yes, him right now because he also could not do anything for the rest of the year and just win a ring because there's, they're in first right there's now. There's no pressure on him. Exactly zero, and that I'm sure is what he was kind of waiting on. He so, wanted to be on a playoff team. That's what he. Did. Of course, like and you don't want to sign with the Browns because what better team to be on than the scorching hot first team, first MVP place team right now, MVP Drew candidate, Brees. everything. So. I think I think he's definitely worth a pickup. That just goes without saying. Hundred percent, definitely worth a pickup. I'm 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 excited to see him play and see how he does 
and produces with a new quarterback and not being the the center of attention. I think he'll have offense. a new attitude with that too. Yeah, I'm because sure because he's not the main guy. Like he's not getting all the pressure. He'll be more. He, he's not going to be Des. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's probably he's definitely going to be more understanding of his role. Yes, exactly. Because which is why he probably signed there because he understands that role exactly. And I I'm I'm very excited to watch him. I don't know if he's going to play this week. I don't think so. I don't think so because he's still it's he hasn't signed yet. He's signing tomorrow, which is going to be Thursday or dropping this on Thursday, so today. But uh, he's going to have some time to learn the playbook a little bit. They also don't need him this week, so I think they're not going to rush anything. No, I don't think so either. But I like this move by the Saints and by Des, and I think that he will have some effect. He'll be like a wide receiver three. Yeah, that's my opinion. Agreed. All right. Well, that's it, right? Let's see how good we do. Week ten. Hopefully, I. Get out of the slump that I had last week. Let's hope so. Goodbye. Goodbye.